Thank you for downloading Nine Days, Nine Podcasts, a production of Produce North America. This special series is a curated collection of premium Tisha B'Av content from the Pardes archives. We hope it brings additional meaning to these solemn days. Please be sure to subscribe wherever you are listening. And now, Nine Days, Nine Podcasts. The Mishnah tells us that five things happened in Jewish history on the Hebrew date of the 17th of Tammuz. That was the day that the two tablets, the Luchot Habrit, were broken. On that day, the daily sacrifice in the temple ceased to be offered. It was on that day that the walls of Jerusalem were breached. And it was on that day that Apostumus burnt a Sefer Torah. And on that day, an idol was placed in the temple. And in commemoration of those tragedies, we traditionally fast on Shiva Sar Batamuz. Today, we live in difficult times in the shadow of a different type of tragedy, a pandemic. My friends, a week ago, I was asked by someone in my community here in Sur Hadassah about fasting on Shiva Sarba Tammuz, on the 17th of Tammuz, in the shadow of Corona. Now, first I must say that Shiva Sarba Tammuz is considered a minor fast, so there's a lot of room to be lenient. And I think we need to divide the question into different categories. One, people who are diagnosed with corona. Two, people who have been tested, but their results are pending. In other words, they may have corona, but we're not sure. Three, people who are in quarantine because they came in contact with someone who has corona. Four, people who are in high-risk categories, over 60, or they have existing medical conditions. And five, other people who don't fall into any of the other categories. So I was asked this question a week ago, and I spent the weekend learning through the different sources. And on Sunday night, I gave a class via Zoom to my community and shared with them my conclusions. I suggested to my community that someone who has been diagnosed with corona, that person is a sick person, and as in any case of a person who is unwell, that person should not fast on Shiva Sarabatamuz. But the other categories someone who has been tested but has not yet received results, someone who's in quarantine or a person who is at a high-risk category, those are much more difficult questions to consider. I suggested that fasting weakens a person and therefore such people should not fast, particularly in the current situation because if an individual gets sick, he or she 
can easily pass the illness on. And it also puts a burden on the entire health system. So I suggested that this year, people who have been tested but haven't received results or in quarantine or in high-risk categories should not fast. What about everybody else? Well, there are precedents for a wholesale cancellation of fasts, but I was loath to opt for this route because, my friends, as our lives are so disrupted at this time, we still want to hold on to some semblance of traditional Jewish life. And here in Suradasa, thank God there's only a few people who have corona. At the moment, there are six active cases that we know about. Perhaps if this was a hot spot, I might feel differently. But since it isn't, I suggested to my community that everybody else should fast. And that's what I said in my public class in the shiur that I gave on Sunday night. On Tuesday, the chief rabbi issued guidelines and Rabbi David Lau wrote that someone who is in quarantine but feels good should fast. Now, let me say, I would never opt for contradicting the chief rabbinate. I believe that as a community rabbi, I need to work within the establishment and not against it. In this case, however, I'd already publicized my position. So I was in a little bit of a difficult scenario. I don't want to contradict the chief rabbi. But on the other hand, I had said what my opinion was and published that before the chief rabbi had issued his guidelines. Soon after, one of my teachers, Rabbi Osher Weiss, also took the line of the chief rabbi. And he said, that people who are in quarantine should fast. So I was even in a worse uh, situation and more uncomfortable with what I had said. Then other prominent rabbis took the line that I had suggested to my community. And so I remained with the position that I had published, even though I can tell you that here in Israel, there are different opinions floating around. Now, at the end of my shiur, one of the people asked, what about Tisha B'Av? Tisha B'Av, the fast of the ninth of Av, which happened, which will, ha- will come about in three weeks' time. Does my, do my suggestions, my guidelines apply for Tisha B'Av as well? And I suggested to my community that we still have three weeks to deal with that question. Perhaps in three weeks' time, we'll have more information about how corona affects us. Perhaps we may be lucky enough to have a cure for the disease by Tisha B'Av. Or perhaps we will merit redemption before we reach that day. I think it's imperative to remember that the fast 
is a means. It's not an end. It's a means to recall that we live in a fragmented, imperfect world. The fast of Shiva Sarvatamuz, which opens up the period of the three weeks of national mourning, it's a trigger to remind us that we need to hope and to pray and to act for a world of peace, a world with no wars, a world with no illness. That's all for now. Until the next time, to the Beat Midrash! Thank you again for listening to Nine Days, Nine Podcasts, a production of Produce North America. If you like what you just heard, please give us a five-star review wherever you download your podcasts. And don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Thank you for listening.